Welcome to 2021, friends. Guess what? We are doing a bonus episode because I am very passionate about starting the year off right. Now, I don't know about you, but this concept of word for the year has been something that I've been practicing for a while. I love it. And I realized recently that this is not a common thing. And so um, I was having a conversation actually with a group of friends, my closest group of friends. And when I was talking to them about my word for the year, one of my friends said, what's that? And I realized, ah, this is something that has been pivotal and seminal in my growth and experience. And I want to share that with some of my closest podcast friends. Hence the bonus episode on how to discover your word for the year. So if you are familiar with this concept or you're struggling to find a word, no worries. If you're wondering like, it's January, is it too late? No, it's not too late. I'm here to help you. and very excited to take you on the process. And this word for the year, there's nothing mystical or magical about it. It's simply creating an intention to help guide us through not just my daily activities or my weekly activities, but an intention for the year. Why is that? Because sometimes when life gets crazy and I feel like I've maybe lost myself, lost my way, uh, lost my convictions, I go back to this one word to help center me as I go through whatever I'm facing during that day. Now, I wanna let you know that if you are not a person of faith, I still believe that you can fight for this word for the year, this intention, but I'm gonna root everything with a biblical worldview because that is what maybe some refer to as faith. That is my belief. And so if I'm peppering in scripture in here, I hope that you are okay with it. And if not, hey, to each their own, right? Well, listen, I like putting things in as simplest form as possible. And so a little bit of context, a little bit of backstory. When I pick a word for the year, it is simply so that I can have direction on who I want to be and what I'm stepping into. So I've kind of, to make this easy, put this into five different steps. In fact, I have my journal here alongside of me. If you know me, I am big into journaling. And so I'll take you on my process. And if it works for you, amazing. Use it, digest it, love it. And if it doesn't, hey, pick and choose what does work for you and find your way to best articulate who you want to be and how you want to get there during 2021. So the first thing in this process that I want you to do is to pause. So step one is to pause. I'll show you here in my journal if you are watching on YouTube. If not, you are in the podcast in my journal, I have blessings in 2020. And if, listen, if your 2020 was anything like mine, the idea of writing down blessings might feel like more like a task and a chore than it is a blessing. But let me tell you, this is super important. So for me, again, I am a person of faith. So when I refer to blessings, I'm talking about like, where did I see God show up in 2020? But maybe you're going to ask yourself these questions. What could I use more of in my life? What could I use less of in my life? What characteristics or values would I like to exemplify? And then ask yourself this question. By the end of the day, I feel blank. Think about last year and ask yourself this question. By the end of the day, I felt blank. And then ask yourself this question. How do I want to feel? Okay, so once you review your responses, you'll have a better sense of the direction that kind of like will center you and where you want to go. And then also be able to identify what was lacking in your life. So for me, I'm naturally, I'm always thinking through like a critical lens as in like, how can something be better? So because that's usually my lens and filter, I wanted to flip it and I wanted to go to my blessings. But I gave you those five questions to pause and think about, or if you're like me, you can make a blessings list. So once you have that, um, that took me, honestly, maybe about 30, 40 minutes. I am quite detailed though. So I made a list of like a lot of blessings. It was a rough year. So I wanted to make sure I was thanking God for everything. Then the second thing I want you to do is 
think. Um, maybe you might put visualize, but I want you to get a sense of like the feeling. So I am a high feeler. And so feeling is easy for me, but I want you to think about your routine. I want you to think about what it looks like to go through your day. What are some things that are keeping you up at night? Um, maybe for some people, you have the spiritual discipline of praying daily. For me, I like to start the morning in prayer. I like a posture of prayer for some it might be meditating. I know that King David says to meditate on the law of the Lord morning and night. Maybe for you, it might be sitting in silence for a couple of minutes. As you are thinking about your word, after you've paused, you wrote your blessings. Now I want you to think or to visualize what is resonating, what's coming to the top when I think about the year ahead of me. So this is going to take, I would say it should take probably the most time because I want you to actually get in your body. I know this feels like really woo woo. It feels very like therapy talk. If you know me, I'm an ardent supporter of counseling and therapy, but this has really helped me identify and put language around feelings. Like I said, I'm a high feeler. I sometimes can't articulate why I'm feeling what I'm feeling, but if we have a moment where we just pause, we relax and we think, get out of our feelings and begin to think. It will help us to identify some words that might be our anchor as we head forward into what the year holds for us. So in creating a moment that's going to allow you to think and to pause, maybe you might turn off the lights. Maybe um, you might light a candle. Um, maybe you might put, if you're into essential oils, you might put an aroma diffuser, something that's just going to allow you to relax, to allow yourself space to think. This is a big value for me because I might concern my fears that there's so many voices. There's a cacophony of noises that are vying for our attention. And what I want us to do is have silence to think. So once you have finished answering those first five questions, or in my case, a blessing list, then I'm asking you to step into what it looks like to think, to think about what it is that you are facing as you head into the next year. And then the third step is to create a list. Now I put this step to make it simple as like spend 10 minutes creating a list of words that come to mind. There's no bars held in this exercise. I want you to think of the first 10 things that pop into mind. And for me, it now has kind of matured into what am I sensing? What am I feeling? Um, I have an art background. So when I feel like words fail me, I'll begin to use word pictures. So what am I visualizing in my head? Get those visual pictures down, whether it's hands, whether it's flowers in various years, it's been different things, but maybe you uh, might be struggling with like words that come to mind. Let me give you some possible words to help start jogging your memory. So this is step three, when you start thinking about words that come to the surface, it could be compassion. It could be intentional. It could be connection, peace, present, focus, hope, serve, calm, joy, yes, breathe, brave, discipline, pro, mindful. I want you to think about these words because these are the words that are going to help center what we're walking into in this upcoming year. So now I'll take you on my process. Remember in my journal, I have my blessings page. And then for me, after I laid out kind of the words that were surfacing to the top, when I take a look at my 2021 and what it held, especially coming out of 2020, for me this year, it was very different. I didn't have to sift through a lot of words. It was this overwhelming feeling of trust. So drum roll, please. My word for 2021 is trust. Now I'll be honest, friends. I really wanted it to be like millionaire or easy life. Mm. 
my word was trust. So what I do in my journal is I write this word out and then I find, um, why was this word so pivotal and seminal for me? Well, as I take a look at 2021, there's a lot of unknowns, whether it is from writing, whether it is whether or not I'll be able to go back into prisons and resource the incarcerated. What does church look like in the middle of a pandemic? What do finances look like? What does staff and team look like? So once I realized that the Lord really was speaking to me about this word trust, I began to think about it. And then um, after I wrote it in my journal, I began to pause and pray. And I said, Lord, if there is verses that are deep within my soul that maybe I've memorized or might be familiar with or have heard a couple of times, can you bring those to mind? And slowly but surely, the first verse that came to mind was Proverbs 3, 5. I like to call it a vacation Bible school verse because a lot of people know it, but it's trust in the Lord with all your heart. And then I went to scripture and I said, where else do we see this word trust? And this is a different process for me because usually I'll have like one word and one verse that's kind of anchoring me for the year. This year was different. I got several verses because I'm breaking out life in different areas where I really need God's trust. The second one is in Psalm 56, three, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And so for me, that verse is to calibrate uh, business and work and what that looks like because so much is unknown and I have a lot of unsurety going into 2021. That verse is to anchor what business looks like. And then I have Psalm 112 verse seven. She is not afraid of bad news. Her heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. That is for my family. I intercede and pray for my family and friends. And that is the verse that is coming celebrating my intention for this year. And then for church, I have Psalm 37 to trust in the Lord and do good. And for my own personal walk, for my own personal just desires, my anchor verse that I'm holding on to for my personal aspect is Isaiah 26, three through four. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord. The Lord himself is the rock eternal. So if you notice, I have one for business, one for family, one for interpersonal, and then one for me personal. Now, all of the verses that I shared right now have the word trust. Why? Because I do feel like the Lord is speaking to me that in this next season, I am going to have to trust him in all areas in all aspects, in all seasons, and for all reasons. So now that I've taken you through my process, I want to give you step four, which is review and refine. So once you have your list of 10, 15, 20 words or images, now I want you to review them. And then I want you to refine them. So you are going to circle, you are going to highlight the words that jump out to you. Do any words stick out? Do they make you feel excited or nervous or scared or uncomfortable or at ease? Sometimes the words that scare us the most mean that we're on the right track because change is never easy. At the same time, I think finding your word can also bring a sense of peace or empowerment, maybe a sense of clarity or calm. So begin to, I, I hate saying get in your body, but literally get in your body. What are you beginning to hear? What are you beginning to see? What are you beginning to feel? What are you beginning to know? So once you have this kind of cluster of two or three words, begin to think about what intention do you want to hold as you step into a new season or a new year? And then the last step is to ask yourself a very important question. This is the question that I feel like is going to make or break, not just the word for the year or the intention for the year, but your heart as we move forward. Ask yourself this question. Are you interested or are you committed? 
Are you interested or are you committed? Uh, this question is so important because this is going to be the anchor that's going to make us think that this was activity was just all for naught. And we did it in January because it was kind of like a resolution. I'm going to find my word for the year. But that's where I go back to this question. Are you interested in finding a word for the year? Or are you committed to really doing the soul work and having this intention of what's going to lead you in this upcoming year. Again, this is not magic. This is not mystical. This for me is a calibrating anchor that I come back to. So let's say something at church goes wildly disastrous. I have to know I am trusting in the Lord and I'm going to continue to do good. Maybe I feel like there's a season of craziness and my mind is vexed. Maybe I'm wrestling with anxiety or depression. What am I going to hold on to? I'm going to hold on to the passage in Isaiah that you keep him or her in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he and she trusts you. So that word is the thing that's going to remind you when life gets crazy, when life gets chaotic, when life feels out of sorts, that word is going to temper you. That word's going to anchor you back. So this is an exercise that I go through every single year. I usually do it in December. I know that this is January. And when you hear this, this bonus episode might feel late, but it is not. If you don't have a word for the year, I really encourage you take an hour. And if you're lucky, take two and really go through what do you feel? What do you sense? What do you hear? What do you see? What God wants to do in your life in this upcoming year. And if you are starting the year and you want to do something great for you and beneficial for you, I'm going to encourage you. Uh, my husband and I have a church called the Father's House Orange County, and every year we do something called Team Conference. This is where we invest into the leaders of the house, and we are so excited to see the, the gifts that God has given them mature, blossom, and bloom, borgen into beautiful things. Well, usually this is in person, and it's an all-day affair. Well, this year, because of Rona and COVID and a lot of other things, we decided, you know what? We're not going to shut it down. We're going to take it out loud is what we're going to do. So we are going digital and friends, it is free 99. This year, we get the amazing opportunity to host Pastor Jeremy Foster. He is from Hope City Church in Houston, Texas. Pastor Rich Wilkerson Jr. from Voo Church in Miami. Hello, 805 represent. And Dr. Darius Daniels from Change Church in New Jersey. Y'all, let me tell you something. The words that they are going to pour into us will change us. So I'm encouraging you. Maybe you feel a little lost. Maybe you're floundering. Maybe you don't know what to do next. Hey, search for your word for the year and sign up for Team Conference. There'll be information in the fold below, in the link below, but we really want to resource you as you take your next step in discovering what God has for you in 2021. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode and guess what friends? Season two is coming soon. I cannot wait to let you know who is going to be there and who's going to pour into your life. What an honor and a privilege it is to be part of this podcast family. And I just want to say, I love you and happy new year.